Welcome to Questions from the Closet. I'm Ben Shalati. And I'm Charlie Bird. Each episode, we discuss a question that we commonly get asked as LGBTQ Latter-day Saints. We are not trying to answer this question or come to a consensus, but simply sharing our perspectives. Today's question is, how should I come out to my family? So, Charlie and I are not terribly diverse, and we share many opinions and life experiences. For example, we both have dads. It's true. However, there are some pretty big differences. For example, one time Ben and I were speaking at like an event, and somebody thought that Ben was my dad. Yeah, when I put on a suit, it ages me at least 15 years. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> Actually, it's more embarrassing for the woman who thought I was your dad. Oh, I felt so bad for her. And then to get back at her, I asked her if she was pregnant. <laughs> Just as a joke, she obviously wasn't. It was very funny. She thought it was funny. <laughs> anyway... Uh, we would like to write a variety of voices and perspectives. So today we're joined by Eli McCann. Welcome, Eli. Hi. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. This is very exciting for me. I've never met anyone before. <laughs> um, so I uh, was. I grew up in Utah in the Salt Lake area. Um, I've lived kind of in and out of Utah throughout my life, but I, I keep returning here, and I love it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently live in Salt Lake City with my husband of like. Nine, ten months. Congratulations. It's going pretty well so far. We I give it a year, but so far it's been, you know, pretty good. <laughs> well, if you make another couple months, that's a whole year. I know. And it in, in coronavirus terms, it's like that's like a decade. Oh so, yeah, yeah. You're doing great. We're doing just fine. Um, yeah, working from home together for the last uh, six months or however long it's been has it's been an interesting, uh, interesting experience. So We've, um, we have a dog, and we use our dog as our HR rep, and whenever we have a complaint about one another, we go with the dog, and we're like, hey, I'd like to file something, but we make sure the other one can hear it. <laughs> That's really cute. Yeah, so uh, anyway, no, uh, my marriage is fine. Don't don't worry about us. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know what else you want to know about me, but that's... What do you do for money? What uh, for, I'll do anything for money. Um, no, so I, I'm an attorney. Uh, I do some civil rights work and employment dis- discrimination stuff, and then and I teach um, some classes at the law school at the University of Utah. Uh, and so I also do a lot of writing, and I host a podcast uh, called Strangerville. It's a storytelling podcast, and we do a live storytelling show here in Salt Lake. So I've been involved in a bunch of creative projects in addition to just the boring work that I do. Yeah, super cool. Very nice. Well, we're really happy to have you, and I'm so excited to do this episode because this is probably the question I get asked most frequently and, like, I really try to get back to people and, like, give them honest advice of, like, how I came out to my family. But it's kind of tough because there's a lot of people who, like, want to come out but don't know how. And it's a really scary thing to come out to your family. And I'm just, I'm pumped for this combo. Yeah. So help us understand, like, what your journey was like before you came out to your family. Oh, well, I haven't done that yet. So I was hoping <laughs> to do that through this podcast episode. <laughs> That's the money was very confusing for them. Yeah, they were like, what is he doing? <laughs> That's how you do it, folks. Get on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, so I, I came out to my family in 2014, uh, so it's been six years now. Um, I had come out to a few friends first. Uh, that was easier. It was e- I think that's commonly the case. It's kind of easier to come out to people who you're not related to um, for the most part. And after I'd come out to a few different friends, I thought, I really probably ought to have a conversation with my family because if they hear this from somebody else, that's not how I want this to go. And so... Uh, I kept putting it off and putting it off. And in hindsight, I don't really know why I put it off. I I should acknowledge or say I I have a very religious LDS family, but there was no question in my mind before I came out to them that they were going to respond very, very well to this. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so I was never afraid of, you know, that kind of, kind of a negative reaction. I, I have gay family members in my extended family who have been out for decades. And so I've seen the way my family has sort of responded to that. And it was positive. And so I knew that it was going to be fine, but notwithstanding, it's always a little bit scary to come out to people that you're very, very close to, like your parents and your siblings. And so I kept putting it off and putting it off and I would get sort of empowered and like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I I literally made a to-do list and I had like on the to-do list, it was stuff like take your bike into the bike shop to get repaired do laundry, go grocery shopping, come out to your parents. And like, it, like literally I had it like written down. I did the exact same thing. Yeah. I'm not kidding. My new year's resolutions. I was like writing them on a plane <laughs> and I was like, do this, like work out, like gain this much muscle mass, come out to my dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it kind of, I like felt like if I at least put it on a, to, wrote it down on a to-do list. So it's like, at least I'm making progress. And right. so, and I would, I would have these moments where I'd be like, oh, I'm going to do it this weekend. But then the weekend would come and I would come up with every reason in the world not to do it. And one Friday night I was hanging out with a friend and I was like, I'm going to come out to my parents this weekend for sure. And he was like, text your mom and dad right now and tell them you want to go have a conversation with them tomorrow morning and then you'll have to do it. And Ooh. he's like, you're feeling empowered now. So like commit yourself to it. So I was like, great that's, idea. That's a good friend. It was a good friend. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we I did the story yet. So well, and now he's a murderer. Um, no, I think it was a really helpful thing. So I did text my my parents, and I was like, "Hey, can I come over to ten o'clock tomorrow morning? I have business to discuss." And they were like, "Sure, whatever, weirdo." And so the next morning, I went to my parents' house. Did you really say I have business? To discuss? I have business. I think I said I have a, I have important matters to discuss with you. I think it's what I said. And so I went over to their house and I was so nervous and I sat down in the kitchen and my, my mom was uh, sewing. She's like always working on sewing projects. My dad was like reading the paper. It was like a 1950s scene out of a sitcom. And I sat down and I was like, I need to tell you guys something. I am incredibly gay. And my mom had her glasses down at the end of her nose and she sort of looked up at me and she said, is that different than regular gay? <laughs> and I said, I don't think so, but I just wanted to make sure that you knew that there was no question about it. And she was like, oh, okay, got it. And then she just kept sewing. And we, we had a broader conversation, and it was it was actually a really like lovely, nice experience. Um, and when I walked out of that, it was just such a relief. I mean, you know yeah. what a relief that is. And I think... Even had that been a negative interaction, I still think I would have felt relief mm-hmm. over the fact that I like did it. That's such a cool point. Yeah. Yeah, because that's brave. And it's like a, a cool thing to do. You know? Right. You should be proud. Right. I was thinking about advice that I've given people around, you know, how, how to come out to others or how to come out to your family. And I think one of the biggest things that you can do before you ever come out, especially to your family members is make sure that you have gotten yourself in a place where you don't view the coming out as bad news. Because I think that we do ourselves a disservice so often in these conversations by approaching our friends or family, our loved ones, and in a tone and using language like we think we're breaking bad news to them. And we're setting the tone for a conversation that we're going to have with them for the rest of our lives. And the tone is a negative one. And for me, I, before I could come out to my parents, I really had to internally get to a point where I didn't see my being gay as a negative thing. I saw it as a positive thing. 
And so by the time I went to my parents' house, it was like, okay, well, I'm going to them to share good news. And the good news is twofold. The first thing is that I'm gay, which is fantastic news. I love that I'm gay. I wouldn't change that about myself. It has brought, like, the most happiness that I've had in my life is all exists because I'm a gay person. So there's that. But the second piece of good news is you're implicitly telling your family that you are brave enough to have the courage to sit down with them and be open about who you are. And so, like, I don't know. I think about what a difference it can make to walk into those conversations in a tone of like, hey, I want to tell you guys a, a big thing about myself. I'm excited to tell you this thing. I'm hoping that after I tell you this, it's our relationship is going to improve. It's going to be closer. I'm really excited to, to share this information with you. What a difference in response that can elicit compared to sitting down, at, you know, slumped, pits of despair, I hope that you can still love me after this. I just want your support. I understand if you can't accept this. You know, what, what a difference that kind of tone and verbiage can make and how people perceive the, the information that we're giving them. I love that you said it sets the stage for future conversations, basically, for the rest of your life, because it's so true. And these conversations should be happening. Like, like I, the advice I give is keep talking about this. It can't be like, hey, mom, dad, I'm gay. And then just like radio silence for the next 10 years. That feels really awkward. Like yeah. you're going to need to make adjustments in your life and their life and just be open and honest about how you're all going to move forward together. Right. Right. Um, and, and that's so cool. Like giving it a positive spin in the beginning to just like set the stage of like, I'm still the same person that you love and, and have always loved. You just, I trust you enough and I care about you enough to let you know more about me so that we can become closer. Right. I'm not the same person. I'm better. Well, it is, it's not, it's not, I'm the same person that you, it's, it's, you love me and you don't know this until right now, but right. part of the reason why you love me is because I'm gay. For sure. And so like, how cool that you now get to know a little bit more about me, this person that you love. So Eli, what I heard you say was you knew your parents were going to be loving and accepting and it wasn't going to change anything. And yet you still had to wait till you had this empowering moment. Like what was that moment where you like knew it was time? You know, I, I don't know if there was an, an exact specific moment. It was a little bit more of a journey for me. And and I, I don't know that this is necessary for everybody. I'm a very type A person. I don't like sharing information about myself before I understand and have processed, processed that information. And so I had, you know, spent obviously decades, but in particular, you know, a year or two where I was really thinking about and grappling with the fact that I was gay and what does that mean and what might be the consequences once I start telling people this thing about myself. And um, I think over time, having some conversations with other gay people who were positive influence and who were enthusiastic and positive about the fact that they're gay really started to have an effect on me where I started seeing this in a different light. And I, I remember probably two or three months before I came out to my family, one day thinking, oh, if somebody could like give me a pill to make me straight, I would flush it down the toilet in an instant. Like I wouldn't even think about taking that pill. And that was such a change for me from what I had experienced a few years before where I had kind of more this mindset, like it would be so much easier if I could just be straight. Yeah. And so I, I don't know that there was like a particular moment, but I think having like relationships with people who were a positive influence and really thinking about myself and what, what I liked about myself and why those things were the way they were started to help me process what it meant that I was a gay person. Mm -hmm. 
Ben, how did you prepare to come out to your family? Um, so I did not come out in a way like this is good news. I was 23 and I came out to two of my good friends, um, like over the summer of 2007 when I was at BYU. And then I came out to like, like two other friends and my bishop. And I had started making, I was going to be a seminary teacher. That was my life goal. But you can't be a seminary teacher if you're single. And so I like dropped out of the like seminary teaching program at BYU. It's not like a program, but like I dropped out of like the class I was going to take. And I realized I'm making life choices based on my orientation. And I want my parents to know what's going on. And very similar to your story, Eli, like I knew my family was going to be great. I knew I could like walk home like with a beer in my hand and a boyfriend on my arm. And I could say I'm gay. And they would just say, Ben, we love you. Welcome home. Like I knew that no matter what, like, like it was going to be fine. Um, so I went home for Thanksgiving and I knew I had to tell them over Thanksgiving. I was just like so nervous. Like the first 12 people I told I would get ner- so nervous I like felt physically ill. And so I got home. My mom picked me up at the airport and then we stopped by my uncle's house who's not a member of the church. And he like asked me about like if I was dating anyone. He's like, well, a woman or a man. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you picking up on something? I was like so terrified that he thought I was gay. And then I went home, we got home, I just like felt so sick, like the whole day. And the next day, I just felt sick all day, and I thought, if I don't tell them right now, I'm going to wreck this whole trip. So I was just sitting in the living room, and my parents were like in the kitchen, and I just like said, come on in, I want to tell you something. And I used this phrase I used to use, I said, for as long as I can remember, I've been more attracted to men than women. And uh, I thought it was softer. Mm-hmm. And my mom said, do you think it's a phase? Well, first she told me she loved me and it was fine. Mm-hmm. And she said, do you think it's a phase? I said, I hope so. And my dad said, well, you're probably better off being single because being married is hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, typical dad, like, things could be worse. So be grateful for what you got. Um, but then, uh, but it was like such a relief to tell them. And I remember like the next day, like I think was actually Thanksgiving and just like seeing all my family and seeing my parents and just feeling like, my parents know this thing about me, and that just like felt really empowering. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't for a number of years till we like actually had like real conversations about it. And one thing that I wish I had realized at the time was I'd been thinking about this for years, and my parents had not. Like they were not, they had not been thinking about LGBT issues at all. Right. And so my dad, in particular, spent a lot of years like reading blogs and stories, and every one day him saying like, "Ben, these gay kids are like the best kids. Like they're not choosing this." Like, of course not. And I remember when I was 30 time, my parents, I was thinking about leaving the church and then just telling me, if you need to leave the church and marry a man, you will always be part of our family. And, uh, cause they, they had gone on their own journey of like, tr- like figuring out what it meant to be gay and like what that meant for me. And once they understood, they like gave me permission to like live the life I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. I was really intentional with how I came out with my family. I wanted it to be good. And I don't know if I was... I, I was scared of rejection, but it wasn't based on, like, my relationships. It was based on what, like, friends and other people I'd seen had happened to them. I, like, was just, like, terrified of a worst-case scenario. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I better do this a, a good way, you know? So I I like how you said, like, wait till you're in a good spot where you feel, like, happy with who you are. Um, and maybe just to, like, add to that, for me, I really had to understand where I was coming from, right? And I, I tried to really be introspective and, and see like how this had affected me in the good ways and what ways it had like caused pain um, being gay in my culture and then also like what I needed and what I expected of people because like th- there were times when I, I, I needed support right so I'm so grateful I, c- I came out to my sister and she she gave that to me she was like okay what do you need me to be I had something to tell her I was like right now I just need someone to listen to me 
like listen to my experiences and like have my back. I'm not ready to tell everyone else. I don't want mom and dad to know yet, but I just, I just need you there. And it was cool for me to have like, like know how I identified and what I was feeling, what I needed. So I could like build my support system through coming out. And it just brought us a lot closer. Mm-hmm. You, and it, I think a big part of that too, the, the sort of getting yourself to a place where, you know, you feel good about yourself. A lot of that too is, I think it's really important before you have those conversations with your family to get yourself to a place where you understand that what, however they react says absolutely nothing about you. Yes. It only says something about them. You can still be sad about how they react and you can still be sad about what that might mean for your relationship. But as long as you don't let that affect the way you see yourself, your value is not diminished in any way. You're not less of a person because your family has responded negatively to the fact you're gay. They just have something that they have to work through. And that really is their problem. Yeah. One of the reasons I knew I was like needing to come out is because I, the reason I wasn't coming out is because I was afraid of changing the relationship. So not so much of this like overt rejection, but more like, I don't want things to be weird with my brother. Right. right? Um, but I noticed like the more I held on to that, the more I was putting up walls and like not connecting with my family just because I was afraid of a potential rejection or shift in our relationship. And that itself was shifting the relationship in a negative way. And so that's, but that's kind of like started me to like prep, you know, I need to let them in on this. Well, what, what kind of a relationship do you, do you have with your family in the first place if you're not able to be open with them about that? And so like, I, of course, like we're always worried about consequences. Like if I come out, how is that going to change something in my life? But like, if you're closeted, you probably want, you probably should want your life to change a little bit. It is not fun to be a closeted person. And right. we've all done that. That's not to say every person should come out immediately right now. If you're listening to this, come out. You have to get yourself into a good place. But like those consequences and kind of the fear that people are going to reject you a little bit. I, I, for me, they were not worse ever or could have been worse than what it felt like to be inauthentic, to be essentially kind of lying about who I was and not able to go and find fulfillment as like an honest person who is at peace. Yeah. You know, I, I think what you said is super important because there were a lot of times in my life where I wanted to come out to someone. I didn't because it felt like I, I was putting them in an awkward position. Yeah. Uh, but I love what you said that, you know, this is good news. Mm-hmm. And I think if I had spent more time thinking like, well, this is good news. I wouldn't be so much worried about, okay, well, how are they going to react? Like what am I going to make them feel uncomfortable? Is this going to change the relationship I have with my sibling? But this is good news, and I'm in the view it that way, and and I'll give them time to view it that way as well. That's you know, it's so interesting. A few years ago, I had come out to friends and family, but in the workplace, I was a little bit more guarded about wanting to share that part of myself because I didn't know if I would face professional consequences for the fact that I was gay. I work in a very conservative environment with a lot of very religious people, and um, and so for a couple of years, even after I came out to my family, I was really careful about who I let know at work. And one day, to the point that I would um, bring female friends as my date to like work functions instead of my boyfriend, now husband. And I just be like, it's just easier to just bring, you know, Emily uh, rather than bring Skylar because then I don't have to answer questions about this. And, and one day it kind of hit me that I was still... I had come out and I was supposedly comfortable and happy with myself and thought this was good news, but I was still inconveniencing myself. And frankly, like 
not helping my own relationship very well by hiding a piece of me because I was worried about making other people uncomfortable and because I was worried about the fact that people in, in my profession might view me negatively and that could have professional consequences. And it was like sort of this realization where I was like, oh, wait, you think you've come out, but like you haven't really done that fully if you're still like holding on to parts of this. And so I made a change and was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to, I'm not going to like send an email to everybody at work about my sexual orientation, but like when it comes up, I'm just going to like talk about it. And, and, uh, it was such a lovely thing to kind of get to that like next step of just feeling like if a, if a client of mine, I'm having a conversation with them and they ask about my family to not beat around the bush, but just to be like, Oh, well, my husband is, you know, in in school right now or whatever. And just say those words. And I don't care if they're uncomfortable about that, because again, that doesn't say anything about me. It says something about them and where they are and working through their own, frankly, bigotry um, on the issue. Yeah, it's really nice to come out in a casual way and not have it be like a, you're going to need to sit down for yeah. this one and I'm going to unload everything. It's 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 nice. And, and I kind of practiced doing that with like strangers or people I was kind of close mm-hmm. to. And, and that was like, like if coming out as a process, it, you just kind of get, it becomes more natural and more part of you. And then it's just not a thing anymore. And that's nice. Totally. So Eli, what, what did that do for you to not, hide anymore to just be fully open and organic when it came up organically well i mean at this point obviously i'm i'm out to everybody that i'm close to and so as you know coming out is a lifelong process because every time you meet new people you basically have to come out over right. and over and over again and it's just terrific i'm now at a point where i i do that really casually because it's just like my my life is extremely gay and, uh, you know, I, I'll just bring up the fact that I'm, you know, my husband, I'll use those words. And if people are curious about that, then they might ask. And otherwise, they'll just register the information and move on. I, I do want to say something about um, the, the idea, though, of coming out casually. It is a positive thing to get to that point, to be able to do that with people. I do think our families are entitled to a little bit more of the let's sit down and have a conversation. Oh, absolutely. And I, I messed this one up a little bit with um, a member of my family, and I've regretted it for years. Um, I have, so after I came out to my parents, I, I have three sisters, and so I was like, okay, I'll come out to each of them. Um, and I, I met with like one or two of them in person, and then I still had a third one that I like couldn't get a hold of. And so finally I was like, I'll just call her. So I called this sister, and I was like, hey, I'm gay. You know, I had this conversation with her, and she was like, okay, cool. And she's this very casual person. And, uh, and she said, do you want me to tell my husband? Um, my, so my brother-in-law, she said, do you want me to tell my husband? And I was like, oh, that'd be great. And then I don't have to, you know. And so she told him. And over the next couple of months, he was really weird around me. And he was really quiet. And I was like, of course. I finally had a negative reaction. Somebody doesn't accept me and my family, you know, and I'm all being dramatic because we love our drama. And, um, and finally, one day, he called me. And I was really surprised to hear from him. And I picked up the phone and he's like, I need to apologize to you. And I was like, yeah, you bet you do. <laughs> and he said, I've had really hurt feelings because you talked to everyone in our family about this big thing. And then you didn't talk to me. And it made me feel like I wasn't important enough to like have a conversation with you about this. And it made me wonder if like you don't love me as much as the rest of our family. And then he said, but... I just realized the other day that I was making this about me and I think that I've been kind of cold to you and I just want to apologize. 
And it meant the world to me that like he felt bad that I didn't like sit down and have that conversation with him. But like I 100% get it because, you know, if if you love your family member and this is a big thing for them, I think it's okay to expect them to sit down and really thoughtfully talk through what their experience has been like. And if you've got a family who loves you and you want to come out to them, I think it's okay to view it positively, like you're getting good news, but I think it's also okay to view it as an important, serious conversation that they're entitled to be a part of. Advice I always give is that you need to be open and honest, right? So initially, before I came out to my mom, I was worried that she was going to be sad, right? That was, I was like, I know she'll love me, but I don't want her to be sad for me because I'm happy, you know, I'm, I'm doing better. But, and, and she was sad, but, but not really because I'm gay, but she was just sad because she didn't know and she wanted to be there sooner, you know? And, and we had to talk to her like, like, mom, you are a great mom and, and I love you. And, and I needed to like come to grips with myself and now I'm letting you in. And, and so she was asking me questions because she's concerned about my future. She's like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to date guys? Are you going to like stay in the church? These are like big questions, especially in our religious community. And I was just honest. I was like, mom, I'm not dating anyone right now. I never have. I don't know if it's always going to be that way. I hope if I ever do date that I can like bring my boyfriend or my husband home. But right now that's not really in the cards for me. So we don't have to worry about that yet. And just like talking through that helped both of us like understand. And one thing that was so interesting that she tells me that like she always had these thoughts about me that she never knew where to place. And, you know, like we talk about labels, but labels are how we kind of like get a feel for, for someone, you know? And she had all these things about my personality and my life experiences that she didn't really know which box to put them in. Mm. And, uh, when I told her I was gay, she had a place for those and it really like helped settle her in who I am and how to like communicate with me. And, um, I was like, mom, I'm going to be like, like ask me questions. Like I love you and I want you involved in my life. And if like, don't be afraid of saying the wrong thing because, you will and that's okay and like I will say the wrong things too and like we can have this conversation and lean into this and, and find a place where we both are seen and understood and then that way there's like no surprises in the future mm. you know mm-hmm. with my dad it was a little bit different because I realized my dad was like super homophobic growing up like he was really bad and I was actually scared to tell him I was gay I thought a he homophobic was rancher <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> never heard of it like I thought he was gonna snap you know and I had to keep reminding myself before I went in they're like, like you, Charlie, you have to be patient with your dad. You love him. You want him here. And I've been working through it for 24 years, right? My whole life, I put like mental and emotional and spiritual energy into figuring out my identity. And now I'm giving this to him who has had absolutely no experience whatsoever. And like, honestly, is pretty ignorant to, to like what it means to be gay and has a lot of misconceptions. And I was like, however he reacts, I hope I'm patient with him. And that I give him grace and the benefit of the doubt and realize that like, I can't expect him to like shoot to my level immediately. Um, I was really blessed that in a lot of ways he did, mm-hmm. you know, like because he knew me and loved me, he like flipped a 180 on a lot of things, but there was still some stuff we needed to talk about. And sometimes it kind of got a little rote, but I was like, I care enough about my dad that I'm willing to, to have this conversation again. And I, I, I just, I hope that, you know, sometimes I see kids come out and the parent is shocked and and they're like, well, you don't support me. And, and really, they're just working through a lot, too, you know. And so it's just nice when we, we take a step back and say we love each other. Let, let's talk, you know. Yeah. 
Well, you you're, you do yourself a favor if you get yourself to have that patience with your family too. You you don't have to. Nobody has to put up with abuse, and it's okay if they if your family gives a negative reaction to say, "I'm sorry that you feel that way. I disagree with what you're communicating to me. I hope that you can get to a place where you process this better, and I'm willing to give you some time to do that." I think it's okay to do that, but. Also, we don't really do ourselves any favors by being angry or bitter about the fact that our family hasn't responded the way we want them to. And so, you know, I do think that it's a good idea for your own emotional health and for the relationship of your family, if you care about preserving that, to say, okay, let's revisit this in a couple of weeks and see if we can make some progress here. And if it becomes too exhausting and too toxic and bitter, then I might have to make some choices about how close I want my family to be in my life. Um, but if it improves, then that's great. Yeah. And, and love is powerful. It really is. And, and love can like break down a lot of misconceptions and miscommunications. And so, I mean, it'll take as long as it takes and that's okay sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what advice would you give for someone who thinks that their family might have a negative reaction? Well, you know, it is so hard to create these rules, kind of one size fit all rules about here's how you should come out to your family. Although we've just spent the last... 30 minutes kind of doing that. Um, I, I would say, obviously, I think all three of us would agree, if coming out to your family might put you at physical risk, uh, if you coming out to your family might mean that there's a possibility that you won't have a place to sleep, um, think about that seriously. Don't, don't be reckless in your coming out experience. Obviously, it's such a lovely thing to be able to be open and honest. But also, it's important to have security and safety. And so, you know, the advice I think that we're giving today is really from a perspective of I'm not worried about getting kicked out of a house and, you know, possibly getting hurt. Um, so I, I would say if, if you're afraid of those kind of basic things, maybe have a real serious conversation with yourself about what you need to do to get yourself in a more stable situation so that coming out to your family won't necessarily wreck your life in that way. But if you're not worried about those basic things, I I would just say, I I think that it's common, you know, what what you were saying, coming out to somebody who loves you can flip switches that you wouldn't previously anticipate getting flipped. Um, I I have a a very, very close friend of mine um, from law school who I came out to her Um, She was very supportive, very positive. And then she called her mother, who I'm also relatively close to, and told her mom that I was gay. And her mom, in in a second, her entire perspective on gay people in the LDS church completely flipped. And for years, she has said, oh, everybody just needs somebody they love to come out to them. And she's like, and then everybody would just change their minds on this. Yeah. And, and I was the first person that she knew that she was like even remotely close to who was gay. And it just was like, she always had like this one view and it was pretty black and white. And then all of a sudden, you know, my friend said, hey, mom, Eli's gay. And she was like, oh, and people are people mistreating him? And, you know, like all of a sudden that was her worry. And, and if your parents and your family really love you, it, coming out to them really can work wonders. Um, and especially if you do that with, the positivity and the patience and the love and and you're willing to sit down with them and say hey why don't we work through this and i'm happy to answer some questions if you have some questions about it yeah and to pull in a religious aspect real quick i am like a huge proponent of personal revelation i, I think we can connect to god 
And I was very prayerful about who to come out to and when and how. And I, as I was like thinking and introspecting and communicating with God, I felt like spiritual promptings with like, you know, you should tell your brother here now in this way. And you should tell your sister, you know, and like, I, I was, I felt like connected and I felt like I, I felt spiritual promptings to come out to people. And I felt as if God had like created a scenario where I could do it successfully and get like the desired outcome and, and become closer to these people that I loved. And so I, I say like, pray about it and think about it and, and really like the approach can change for different people and it should change for different people. Well, alternatively, if you're not religious, um, making a plan, you know, and like really kind of thinking through practicing and coming out. I, I had had so many conversations with friends who were also gay where I kind of talked about how did you come out to your family? What about saying this? What about saying that? No, I wouldn't say, you know, I wouldn't say that. Maybe try it this way. And having those conversations really put me in a place where I was able to enter the conversations with my family much more confidently, you know, because I, I kind of felt like, okay, I have a handle on this. I kind of know how to do this, I think. Yeah, yeah. great. So <laughs> after I got, I got married last September... And uh, I work at a law firm. It is a very large law firm, and there are a lot of people I don't know very well. Um, and so after I got married, one day I was on the elevator with this woman, and we kind of know each other, but I like don't know anything about her life. And she doesn't know anything about mine. And she turned to me and she said, I heard you got married in September. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did. And she said, well, congratulations. And I was like, thank you. And she's like you better be careful because I know two couples who just got married in September and they're both pregnant already. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, huh? and the elevator doors open and she like walked out and I was like, I didn't really get the chance to kind of explain that that's unlikely in my situation. And, um, and so over the next like several weeks, I would pass her in the hall. Like I would be talking to Senator D on the phone and pass her in the hall and she'd be like, any baby yet? You know, every time I saw her and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to like go have like this conversation with this woman and it's going, the longer I wait, the more, be more embarrassing for her. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be really embarrassing. And then I kind of just finally was like, oh, whatever. She'll find out when she finds out. And, and then a couple, I think it must've been two months ago. So this had been going on for months. She came to my office one day and she looked horrified and she was like, I had no idea. And I was like, no idea about what? And she's like, I had no idea that you were gay and you married a man. And I am so embarrassed about all of those questions. And I was like, yes, but also you probably should have been embarrassed about those questions if I was married to a woman because they're a little <laughs> awkward. <laughs> but she's older and it's fine. Um, but anyway, it was just kind of like a funny, funny thing. I do think that our world, even here in Utah, is really changing and people are responding in a much different way now than even five or 10 years ago, let alone 20 and 30 years ago. And so I, I would just say, if there are people out there who are listening to this, who are scared that their life will explode or implode or whichever, you know, disaster happens, if they come out to people, I, I think that that concern is really getting less, less and less and less true um, I have come out to roughly 500 billion people, and I've yet to have really a negative experience around that. And it's possible that you will have a negative experience, but I can promise you that even if there is a, a negative experience, one or two, you will have hundreds of positive ones. And you will look back on that and just be grateful that you did it because your life will improve. 
Well, Eli, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your, your thoughts and perspectives and your story and yeah. your sense of humor. Oh, thank you. I didn't make a single joke the whole time. I was being serious. <laughs> that guy really is a murderer? Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody seen him? <laughs> thank you for joining us today. If you have enjoyed this or other episodes, please consider leaving us an Apple Podcast review. And, as always, please remember that we do not represent the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or Brigham Young University. We are not trying to be prescriptive or tell anyone what to think or what to do. You heard three perspectives, and there are many, many more. We encourage you to listen to other voices and hear a wide variety of experiences. If you would like to submit a question or share a comment about today's episode, you can email us at questionsfromthecloset at gmail.com. Until next time.